and welcome back to the Conscious Body Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Sanchez. If you are a listener, welcome back. If you are brand new here, welcome. We are excited to have you here. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about planning and structuring and setting yourself up for success. These are things that have been coming up for myself and for my clients. So first things first, we need to understand where we are in our journey and what it is that we need, not what we want, but what we need. Because so many times we think that what we need is more uh, more weight loss, more exercise, more activity, more healthy foods. While that is the case in a lot of cases, it's not always the entire truth. A lot of the times we go through phases and I'm going to share a little bit about my journey so you guys can kind of understand where I am coming from. But There was a time when this is all I did. When I say this is all I did, my main priority was trying to lose weight. That's what my entire focus was on. I woke up and went to sleep and I ate and like everything I did revolved around losing weight. How can I lose weight? It really consumed me. The first, the first beginning years, I would say, um, it was bad because it consumed me mind, body, spirit. Like every part of me was consumed with the thought of how can I lose weight? And that's really all I did with my time and my energy. I focused, I did research, I worked out. Whether I was seeing progress or not, whether the scale was the same, whether I lost any weight, that's all my focus and my attention was on. And so many times it was even stressful because I couldn't see beyond that. I couldn't see past that. Now, when I shifted out of that, I didn't go straight into weight loss automatically. I went through a lot of phases of losing and gaining weight. But what I now can look back and see is that each phase in my journey needed something different. It required something different of me that I needed to learn and grow in. But all along, I was focused on the weight loss that I was not able to see what was beyond that. So I'll take it step by step. Something that I really needed when I first started to lose weight was, or when I was trying to lose weight, it wasn't even weight loss itself. What I needed to was to learn acceptance, self-love, not in a vain way, but in a caring for your body type of way. I needed confidence. I needed, I needed to really learn how to stand my ground and be okay with being me, something that I completely lacked, but I thought that weight loss was going to bring me these things, but this was very very subconscious, I guess you can say. So I thought I needed weight loss. What I really needed was to build my confidence, was to really feel empowered and understand how to take care of myself. Again, not from a vain way, but learning how to care for my for my body in a health way. So that was the thing that I needed back when I started. I didn't know that. I embarked on a weight loss journey and that's why I kept failing because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. After that, I found things that worked and which it was very strict dieting. So I was strict dieting for a really, really, really long time. That's also not what I needed because my body still looked the same. I was that girl, as I mentioned, I was that girl that was going to the gym and and working out and eating healthy, but I was still the same weight. That wasn't what I needed. It's still what I thought I wanted, but it wasn't what I needed. What I needed at the time was to understand what the heck I was doing what calories were, what macros were, what nutrition was. I really needed a different understanding and approach when it came to food because prior to that experience, all I was doing was eating basic like chicken and broccoli and I was just eating anything basically that wasn't a carb. If it wasn't chicken, if it wasn't turkey, if it wasn't egg whites, I was not eating it. So I didn't need weight loss. What I needed was to heal my relationship with food. 
In previous episodes, I've talked about how I've done that. For me, it happened to be macros. It gave me the understanding yet the flexibility of learning how food works. Now, that may be what you need. It may not be, but that's what helped me close that specific gap. So again, I thought I needed weight loss, but what I needed was to heal my relationship with food. Okay, cool. Check that one off. Then comes the next phase of my journey. I'm thinking to myself, okay, like this is easy. I I now understand what, actually, I'm sorry. I skipped a step. So let me go back one more. Right before I healed my relationship with food, I had to heal the relationship with myself and my body. So right before healing that relationship with food, I had to surrender it all. I was the highest weight I had ever reached in my entire life. But I was just tired. At this point, I was tired because I had been trying to lose weight because, again, it's what I thought I needed. I'd been trying to lose weight for years, and I finally had to let go of the resistance and accept that that's where I was. So for the first time in years, if ever, I think, I was allowing myself to just really sit in my body and take that in like as it was and not trying to force anything or resist. But shortly after that, I realized that that wasn't the healthiest version of me. Like my stomach would get in the way. I couldn't even tie my shoe properly. There was just, I didn't feel comfortable. And that's when I started to try to, started to try to lose weight again. And that's when I realized that what I needed was to heal the relationship with food. So it went from under, it went from healing the relationship with myself to healing the relationship with food. And then I understood, okay, cool. Like this is, this is pretty easy. I was losing the weight and then guess what happened? I, I had reached the skinniest I had ever been, like the leanest ever in my entire adult life, but I regained everything because that wasn't what I needed. What I still needed was to work on a deeper relationship with myself because what I still didn't know is that subconsciously I was still running the program of, yes, I'm going to be skinny and I'm going to attract love. I'm going to have the perfect partner. I'm going to have a really good life. People are going to like me. So I was losing the weight for the wrong reasons. So I thought I needed weight loss, but what I needed was to revisit that part of me that needed to heal that relationship with myself. I needed to heal that relationship with others and to really understand why I was even trying to lose weight in the first place. It was because I was thinking that I was going to get all of these other things in return. So I ended up regaining all of the weight again. So this time, I have more of an understanding because of all these previous experiences, right? I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is mind, body, spirit. I feel like I've done all three. Why do I keep hitting a wall? Why do I keep feeling like I need or I want to lose weight, but it always turns out to be something else? Finally, in the next phase of my journey, I feel like I have a better head on my shoulders. I feel like I can understand this and see this from a different perspective. And I was tired of bringing my body to a certain place and leaving my mind and soul and spirit health behind and or vice versa. So I would either work on my on my physical body and feel terrible mentally and spiritually as far as like I just felt like I was still missing something, but I looked good. Or the other way, I felt really good emotionally and mentally, but my body was just, it it was not happening. I was uncomfortable. I was overweight. I struggled to move. I, I was in pain. So by now, by this next phase that I'm about to talk about, I figured there has to be something where I bring the mind and the body together and I'm not neglecting one or choosing one over the other. 
Now I was understanding that yes, weight loss is okay, but what I needed was to take care of my mind, body, and spirit and stop leaving one behind and bringing the other forward. And this is really where I started to understand the concept of making this journey a lifestyle. And this is really where I began to understand what it meant to make this journey a lifestyle. It also began to click how the daily things that I did, my consistency was going to overall yield a different outcome in the long run. I also began to understand that this was not going to happen overnight. I began to understand that I couldn't just do a crash diet, get to my goal, and then make it a lifestyle. This was going to take time. I was going to have to be disciplined. And I was going to have to do the things that I not necessarily didn't like to do, but the things that required me to get there. I had to step into a new identity. One of the biggest things that I did during this phase was every single day I would picture that future version of myself. What did she feel like? How does she act? How does she sound? What did her body feel like? Was she carrying extra weight? Was she able to run and jump and just do all the things? What did that future version of me look like? And every single day I did something that would bring me closer to that future version of myself. And also I feel like I had this new responsibility because I was going to school, I was getting my personal training certification, I was going to school and I was getting my degree in holistic studies. So here I am studying all the things and I know them intellectually, they're all in my brain, but I'm just not doing it. I had to transfer my knowledge into action. So I started simple. What could I do today? Well, I could go for a walk. I could drink water. I can make healthier food choices. It started off very basic. It started off with me uh, creating a new identity of who I was. I had to develop new patterns and ways of thinking because what I was doing before wasn't working. And granted, over the years, I did so much what I would call emotional and spiritual healing. For those of you that are new to the podcast, I used to be very deep deeply rooted into the new age. So I used to go to Reiki sessions and I used to do ceremonies under the moon. And I just used to do all these things because I thought that there was something that I wasn't healing that was preventing me from losing the weight. While yes, there is a spiritual component to weight loss. It's not, it's not the entire thing. While yes, I do believe there is a spiritual component to weight loss. It's not the full picture. It's just one of the three, the mind, body, spirit. So at this point in my life, I feel like I'm at a place where I don't I don't feel like I need to dig any deeper as far as healing anything else. I'm looking and thinking back. I'm like, okay, I've done this work for years. What could I possibly like have left to heal? Not that I healed everything or that I was this perfect person, but I was very at peace with myself. I was very at peace with where I was. Now, it wasn't even about healing or digging deeper into any wounds. It was about action. What was I going to do? And especially, like I said, I was getting certified to be a personal trainer and I was getting certified as a health coach and all these different things. That's the identity that that I was adopting. That's the mindset that I was getting into. If I am this person, what does this person do on a day-to-day basis? How does a health coach, how does a personal trainer live their life? Do they sit on the couch and eat chips and like do all the things that are probably taking me away from my goal? Or does she focus on, she as in myself, Do I focus on eating healthy? Do I move my body daily? Do I do the best that I can to become the best version of myself? And that was the option. 
So I felt like it was my moral and ethical responsibility, not only to show up for myself, but also for you guys, the people that I was coaching and the people that I was working with. How was I going to come out here and say, hey, Sue, you have to do X, Y, and Z, yet I am not even doing that. I'm not being, I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. So I vowed to myself that I was changing my identity. I was stepping into that person that I visualized, that person that I always needed as my younger self, but I didn't know how to do that. At this point in my life, I felt like I didn't have a choice. I was committing to this and this is what I wanted. There was no, there was no going back. And there were so many things that I finally learned as I took the leap and became that person. I had a, a client ask me this morning, well, how long has it been since you lost the weight and kept it off? And that was in 20, 2018 where I'm about to go into my fourth year of maintaining weight loss, which to me, I'm not saying that to brag, but to say like that to me is mind blowing. Coming from the girl who would smell bread and feel like I gained weight, coming from the girl who had no idea what to do at the gym, I was constantly lost. I was hiring coaches and trainers and feeling like I was getting nowhere. I was doing every diet, buying every pill. I was exhausted. I was doing all these things and yet I saw nothing. So for me, for this client to ask that and for me to realize, wow, this is the fourth year of me going into this and not feeling like it's like it's this thing that I always think about. Now it's just so natural and it's so easy. And that is my goal for all of the people that I work with. Make it part of your lifestyle. But how do we do that? How do you understand that this is going to be who you are? It's like it's like brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth every day. If you wear glasses or contacts, you put those in every day. You eat every day. There is things that you do every day because you need them to survive. You need them to be to be you. Why is eating healthy and moving your body not one of those and hydrating your body? Why do we compromise when it comes to that? And again, I am not perfect when it comes to this. There's been highs and lows within these last four years. But the key things that I've learned, I'm about to share with you right now because this is what would have made my life easier had I understood it sooner. Number one thing is you don't have to have the all or nothing approach. Something is better than nothing. Five minutes is better than zero minutes. I have people who want to start all, like they want to go all in at the very beginning. And I can appreciate that. I can, I see that they want it. But what happens is that they get overwhelmed pretty fast. If they're trying to work out five to six times a week, they're trying to meal prep all their foods They're trying to add a walk in addition to their workouts. They're trying to drink their water. They're trying to meditate and read and do all these things. All of a sudden, it feels almost impossible because you are most likely, this person's most likely going from doing not so much to wanting to do all of this in addition to what they already have going on in life, family, kids, work, career, social life, relationships. And what happens? People throw in the towel. So first thing is you don't have to have an all or nothing approach. If you can work out two or three times a week for 30 minutes to 45 minutes, that's okay. As a matter of fact, sometimes less is more. And I've seen people have amazing results just from working out two to three times a week. But I know that we have in our mindset that it has to be every single day or if not, we're not going to see results. Again, because that that one thing working out is just one of the puzzle pieces of the bigger picture. 
as a matter of fact, I saw, uh, I read a study earlier, I think it was earlier this week. And in the study, it was saying that there is not too much correlation between fat loss and exercise. So it's mostly primarily through the foods that you're eating. Yes, working out is great because it enhances metabolism. You, you gain muscle, you gain stability, you gain strength. But that's just one component of all the many things that we need to be doing. Number two is really understand what the heck you're doing because so many times we work with professionals and we get coaching and mentorship from other people or we read something online and we're just trying it. We're kind of blind. We're blindfolded trying different things, but we're still not understanding what we are doing. Make sure that you understand what you're doing when it comes to fitness, when it comes to nutrition. Ask, why am I doing this? How am I doing this? How does this make sense? What am I, like, what are these calories? What, what are calories? What are macros? Understand how these things are working in your favor because if not, it feels like, it feels like restriction. It feels like, it feels like daunting, like you don't want to do this. But when you understand when things are explained to you, it starts to make sense. And then you actually want to do them because you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing. And why would I not want to do this? So understand what you're doing. Find a coach or a mentor that's going to not just give you answers, but teach you how to come to the answers yourself. Number three is time management. I'm sure you've heard it before. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. So if you're not getting your workout in, if you're not making time for your health, then that's just your excuse. Hey, I get it. We do all have the same 24 hours in the day, but everyone's life looks completely different. So you cannot compare. I've even seen the meme somewhere of like Beyonce and you have the same 24 hours. So how the heck are you like not doing what you're supposed to be doing? Hey, sometimes the priorities in our life are a little bit different. And that's why I'm saying you don't have to do the things every single day. You can just do a little bit every single day. Okay, let's say we do have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. How can we compare to Beyonce, first of all? I'm certain she has a personal chef and a trainer and someone that's cooking up her meals and meal planning for her and managing different moving parts of her life. I get that. And guess what? Some of us, if not most of us, have to do that for ourselves. And then you throw different things into the mix. We can't compare because you don't know if someone has kids. You don't know if someone's working two to three jobs trying to survive. You don't know. You just don't know someone's story. So to say, well, you have the same 24 hours as so-and-so, that's not a fair comparison in my opinion. Is it an excuse to not do anything at all? No, but we should be looking at the week. What can I do this week? Focus on the small habits day to day, like drinking more water, which we can do that. Whatever we're doing, we can be drinking water. Making better food choices, we can do that. Maybe we can't prep them all because whatever's happening in our life. But if we go out to eat, we can make a better food choice. And let's say your 24 hours are super busy, so you can't get a workout in. Hey, don't sweat it. You have other 24 hours within the week to do that. It doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing approach. Number four, I think we're on number four. I lost track. But number four is whatever phase you are in, pay attention to that, which is what we talked about when we first uh, opened up with the podcast, is understanding what phase in your journey are you in. Like I said, at one point, this is all I focused on. Like all I did was around my my part-time job and around my my school schedule, all I did was focus my energy on trying to lose weight. That's all I did. 
But as the years went by, I grew as a person. I learned different things that didn't require me to expend so much energy trying to figure out weight loss. I was trying to help other clients and I was trying to build a business. I was doing different things with my time and with my life that it forced me to shift my attention. I had to now look at different areas in my life. It wasn't so focused on self. I was now helping others get to their goals and I was trying to understand how to be a business owner and a coach and a mentor and all these different things. So the focus shifted and that's bound to happen. Sometimes other areas in our lives require that time and that energy and that commitment because there are times where it's almost impossible to give the same exact amount of time to each individual thing in your life. Sometimes, many times, one has to give. And again, That's not to say that you're not gonna do anything with getting healthy. It's just your priority and how much time you can actually pour into that, which leads to the next one is your time. How are you planning your time? Structure is going to be the biggest thing. Now, nowadays, before this wasn't a thing, I wish I had learned this earlier, but my calendar is my boss. If it's not in my calendar, I don't plan in my calendar. I feel like I waste days. Like I just show up. Yes, I see a client here and there. And then I I waste time on tasks that, yes, they need to get done, but they're that they're not important, that they're not as, as important as other tasks that I need to get done. They're tasks that are not going to move my life or my business or my relationships forward. They're just, I don't know, like throwing in the laundry. I've noticed that so many times we're trying to do so much that we do very little. So I'll give you an example. The other or earlier this week, I was trying to meal prep. I was trying to answer emails and I was trying to do laundry while trying to do something else. I can't remember what it was all at the same time. And I was meal prepping for a whole hour and a half only to look at the time and realize I had to get to the gym for my next client. And I look at my brother and I say, I've been meal prepping for an hour and a half and I'm leaving and I don't even have one meal yet. My food was just not done cooking. And that's kind of when it clicked. Because I also told my other brother that, and he's like, well, you sound like mom. And I'm like, what do you mean I sound like mom? And my mom often says, oh, yeah, I spent all day in the kitchen or all, all day doing this, but I feel like I got nothing done. And I thought about that, how we're, how we're spending our energy, how we're not focusing on one thing and we're, start, we're we are starting 10 things at one time instead of focusing on one, getting it done and moving on to the next task. So structure is going to be key, especially if you're trying to meal prep and you're trying to fit in workouts and you're trying to, you know, to do the best that you can with your health. You have to plan ahead. You can't leave it up to chance. That's one of the biggest things that I've had to understand and one of the things that I resisted for so long because I thought, well, I'll just figure it out the day of. It doesn't work like that. The day of, I'm running to Chick-fil-A because I don't have a meal prepped. And even when I have meal preps already in the fridge, Getting to that meal prep is another another story. But the point here is structure your days. Let your calendar tell you what you have to do. It doesn't mean that you have to be busy 24-7, but put the things that are important to you in your calendar and follow it. Actually show up to the hours that you say you're going to do something. If you say you're going to be working out every day from 8 to 8.45, make sure that's in your calendar. Because the chances of you sticking to something that's already in your calendar are higher than if they're not, if they're just floating in your brain. Because again, we are going to get done in the day what we prioritize. And most of the time, working out is not one. And meal prepping is also not another one. We get busy with things like careers and jobs and just day-to-day activities that are preventing us from really 
getting to the goal that we want to do that could be fixed easy with some structure and some discipline. Number six is don't compare. We kind of touched this on the time thing, but you cannot compare your journey to somebody else's. I've seen super busy people like see companies of CEOs still getting their workouts and still being healthy, still doing all these different things. But you have to understand that they are in a different phase in their life and it's going to be different for everyone. I know that when I shifted my attention from myself to building my business and building my clients and helping them with their journeys, the attention on myself came off. I wasn't as focused in the gym. I wasn't as focused as I was in the past with meal prepping. I was kind of letting go of my own journey and getting lost in that because I was making other things a priority, which I to this day feel my business and my clients, it required that of me at least in the very beginning because I was learning something completely new. My time and my energy had now been focused on something else. And those are patterns that I've noticed in my life too, where sometimes something else needs more attention, more energy, and more focus than another task or thing in my life. And that's just the reality of what life is. Now, these CEOs who are killing it in the gym and that you see that are healthy and you feel like they have like this perfect life of of balance, hey, their foundation is already set. You don't know what their first years of business looked like. You don't know what the first years of their career looked like. You don't know what their first years of having a family looked like. We cannot compare because I bet you that in the very early stages of building whatever they were building, whether it was a career, a family, or a business, they were most likely not pouring the same amount of energy of each area in their life. It's just, it's too much. So now if you see someone that is absolutely killing it in their career or in their family or in their business, and they also have the whole health thing down, don't compare because you don't know what the early stages of that look like. Who knows? The CEO of a big company could have been overweight for years while he was trying to get his company off the floor only to realize 10 years in, hey, my health is a pretty big deal. What am I going to do about this? So essentially, we cannot compare. And I'm going to end this with summarizing the most important things is find where you are in your journey. That's going to be key. Find what it is that you need, not what you want. Structure your days, structure your time, use a planner, use a calendar. If you like to write on an actual physical calendar, do that. If you want a big whiteboard, do that. That's another thing that I had to learn. How do I learn best? Um, It's visual for me. So I need to have a big calendar and I need to write it all out and just plan. And it's this huge, it's this huge thing, but that's what's going to work. Structure, discipline, stick to that schedule. And the very last one is don't compare. We are all in a different phase in our journey. And so many times, Us comparing causes more stress and resistance than anything else. And we just stay stuck. Instead of losing the weight or getting healthy or getting to our goals, we are just stuck because we are caught up in the stress and the anxiety of it just not working. So have some patience with yourself. Have some grace. Put that knowledge into action. I know that most of you know what to do. I know that most of you understand that, hey, probably eating a salad or chicken or broccoli or something that's whole, like a whole food, It's probably healthier than McDonald's. I know that you guys are smart enough to know that. Now it's just about doing the things, closing the gaps. Doesn't have to be hard. Focus on one thing at a time. Take it day by day. After all, you are making this a lifestyle. This is not a short fix. This is a lifestyle. Just like you brush your teeth every day, you're going to do this every day. So have some patience with yourself. Have some grace with yourself, but don't use it as an excuse to not be where you want to be. 
a little bit every single day. That is all for today, friends. I will catch you on the next episode.